Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have the female-fronted rock band, Bad Seed Rising coming on in a moment. I will be interviewing the lead singer, Francesca Pastor. And as I said, it's going to be an awesome interview tonight. She is going to be with her band, uh, one of the amazing bands I've had the honor and pleasure of interviewing. Some of the national acts I have, I have had on my show have included From Ashes to New, Star Set, Shaman's Harvest, Nonpoint, Bobaflex, Gemini Syndrome, Otherwise, Seasons After, and the list goes on. So please support all these bands. My show is primarily meant uh, to support people in the entertainment industry. A little bit about myself, um, I'm a clinical psychologist. That's what my doctorate degree is in. But I also have a passion for the entertainment industry. I'm a singer-songwriter, and then I also created this show because personally I knew how difficult and challenging the entertainment industry can be, especially when you're trying to do everything on your own. So this forum was really meant to get people on my show so that I can spread the word about them and promote them so people can learn about who they are and what they do. So I'm going to show you you're going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in their profession. Um, although I mentioned I'm a clinical psychologist, my show is purely meant for entertainment purposes. We're not doing any formal therapy or treatment, but we do use humor on my show, and sometimes, you know, educational things will come up, and we will use it in a professional way to sometimes explain things to people if people have questions, or sometimes the musicians want to bring up some personal stuff. Um, so whatever people feel comfortable sharing, that's fine. And also just because... Um, this show, I also want it to be professional. Just if you want to share any humiliating, embarrassing stories, again, we love comedy on this show. Just keep any specific names of persons, organizations, et cetera, anonymous because we don't want to personally humiliate or embarrass anyone. So if you're creating a blog talk radio, if you're, sorry about that, long day. If you are tuning in, please uh, create a blog talk radio account. You can join us in the chat room. The number to call in is 805-243-1320. So let's introduce the band, and then I'm going to bring Francesca on. So they are hailing from Baltimore, Maryland, which uh, is familiar to me because I actually did some of my education um, out that way. And um, they're really creating a major name for themselves right now. This band, although they are chronologically young in their years, their songwriting skills and musicianship definitely proved them to be way beyond um, their age. This band is actually the youngest band to be signed to their current record label, which is Rogue on the Record, which is awesome. Great record label. I've had several bands on my show that were signed to them. They've opened for major acts such as Black Hill Brides, Hailstorm, and Adelaide is way to name a few. They have currently released uh, their new EP this past April titled A Place Called Home, and it has their hit single on it. It's my time. We're going to feature that song tonight as well as um, one of my personal favorites off of it. So be sure to pick up a copy of their EP that's out. And for more information, visit them at badseedrisingband.com. I also want to give a thanks and a shout-out to Amanda Fioretto from Adam's Splitter PR for setting up this interview. She's been a pleasure to work with, and um, I've worked with her before, too. All right, so without further ado, let's bring Francesca on. Hey, hey Francesca, what's up? how are you? How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic. Good. Awesome, that's great that's to hear. <laughs> you sound yeah. very happy, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm here in L.A. right now working on some recordings and stuff. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. 
So are you guys um, back in the studio right now? And we're going to get, I want to do a nice, real cool interview, kind of backdating to your really young years to get to know you. But um, are you guys working on a full length right now? Yeah, well, actually, we're trying to, uh, we're, we're in the studio right now trying to uh, put together a couple of songs to extend this EP that we have, A Place Called Home Now, and turning it into a full length. Very cool. Very cool. How many songs do you guys think you're going to put on it to extend it? I, we have no idea. We're just gonna write as many songs as possible, and then just, and then just, you know, uh, pick the best one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very cool. So, um, where yeah. are you guys recording? What studio are you guys recording at? Uh, we kind of threw it back a little bit for this one. We're recording in. Uh, we recorded, uh, you know, instruments and all that uh, in 606, which is where we recorded our first EP, 606 which is the Foo Fighters studio. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, and then we're uh, finishing up vocals in uh, our producer's studio, Drew Fault, here in L.A. So, Very yeah. cool. Well, I can't wait to hear more music from you guys, but what you have out right now is phenomenal. So we're definitely going to feature a couple of tracks tonight. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's start out a little bit. Tell me about, did you grow up in Baltimore, Maryland? Uh, yeah, well, I grew up... Uh, I was born in the Philippines, and then okay. I, um, uh, when we came out here when I was, like, what, a couple months old, like, 10 months old, and then we moved to PG County, which is in Maryland. I grew up, like, partially there, and then I moved to Frederick. So I live a little bit outside of Baltimore, but we all live, you know, a little bit of ways away around Baltimore, so we just say we're from Baltimore. And, again, we're going to get into the music and stuff, but, you know, as as a little kid growing up, you know, what do you remember about yourself? Are you interested in sports or, you know, tell us some interesting stuff that we're not going to hear, you know, anywhere else in terms of the research I did on you and the band. What were some of the things that you were interested in as a little kid? What were some things that I interested in as a little kid? I just loved uh, yeah. music and I loved drawing and doodling and art and all that kind of stuff. So Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I just, um, I've always been kind of like to myself a little bit. You know, I've always been a really happy, bubbly kid, but I was just like, I was really indulged in art. So art was kind of your, like in school, growing up and stuff, that's kind of the thing that you focused on in terms of, you know, drawing, yeah. reading to any other, any type of art, like painting, was there any specific uh, medium that you liked? Uh, I just, I don't know. I mainly doodled, like especially in class, like, I didn't, uh, I don't know, I didn't really uh, really indulge in, like, you know, actual education, educational things. I just loved, like, doodling. I just zoned out all the time. Right. Okay. So school was not necessarily your, you know, your top thing that you like to do, but you definitely were a creative, a creative individual, it sounds like, in terms of your artwork and music, et cetera. Yeah. Cool, cool. And it's funny you said the doodling stuff because, I was, you know, when I was doing some, um, you know, homework and research on you guys, I saw that, you know, you had some lyrics featured that people could purchase, and I did see that you had a lot of doodles on them. Yeah, those are just, I don't know, I doodle a lot. It's it's (laughs) kind of ridiculous. I never really learned a lot of school because I doodled too much. Right, right. Okay. Did you um, play any sports growing up, anything like that? Were you into any type of sports or anything? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Were you into any type of sports as a kid growing up? No. I mean, I did, like, want to do, like, soccer for a minute. So, okay. um, 
uh, I don't know. My my dad never really signed me up for soccer classes. He just like because he knew that I loved like music, you know. Okay. Like from the beginning, so I just he signed me up for guitar classes and you know vocal. He, I mean, he didn't sign me up for vocal lessons, but he just put me in a band like in this this uh, Frederick Rock School or Left Rock School, which is a performance based music uh, music school, and you can take okay. lessons there and you can be put in bands. So I started there when I was like 13 years old. Wow. Okay. So let's. Seems like like yeah. you said, music's your main thing. So let's let's move away from some of the other stuff I'm asking you. So just reflecting back, you know, what was your youngest memory in terms of you know being little and interested in music? You know, how old were you, and do you have any specific memory that comes to mind where you were really driven towards music and and wanting to get involved in it? Um. Well, my first thing that I was like really interested in for like music was uh, that so that got me into music was like Green Day. Like, I was a humongous Green Day fan, like, in sixth grade. And then, I don't know, it kind of spanned out to that, from that. Like, I feel like my voice is kind of, like, the the way my voice is now is because I used to, like, um I used to, like, mimic Billy Joe, like, all the time. And that was, like, at a time where my voice was, like, you know, developing. So, right. Yeah. And then after Green Day, I just started, like, spanning out to different, um to different, um you know, uh, artists within that group, like I started listening to the day to remember a lot, like those guys that I loved so much. So, and then I just started right. spinning, and then like now I'm I'm where I am now. Cool, very cool. Was there um anyone? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Anyone else in your family that's involved in music that might have you know kind of inspired you? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I have a little no? brother and a little sister. And my sister and I used to be in a band together for, like, a, a hot minute. She played drums. She was solid at it. And then, like, I don't know, she just didn't really like it anymore. And she just wanted to continue with cheerleading. So, which is respectable. It's always cool. Cool. Okay. So, okay, like yeah. you said, you were about 12, 13 years old. That's when you're getting involved in this performance art school where your dad's signing you up for guitar and tell us start telling us a little bit about how things start to come together in terms of how do you meet the members of your band because you met them through the school, correct? Yeah, I did. Um, we just met through that. And, like, Mason and Aiden, my guitar player and drummer, they were uh, in a band before that, before us, and they were, like, they wanted to span out of that because the, what the rock school is is, like, you get to be in bands and you get to, like, play covers, and then you play a show at the end of break. So, uh they were like, oh, we want to start writing originals. So they started writing originals, and they wanted me to join. So I've known them for a little bit before the band started, and then I met Louie through the band, like the day, first Very day of practice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. And was lyrics, writing lyrics, always something that came natural for you in terms of writing lyrics, writing melodies? Tell us a little bit about, you know, your background in terms of is that something you had to really – hone in terms of your skills over time or was that something that was like more natural uh lyrics was like I kind of I don't know like I just used to write a lot like I wrote stories and stuff I never really finished anything because I've never been good at finishing stuff but uh, <laughs> well evidently like you guys it, are it good at some... finishing something <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it's uh it's something that, like, I had to build up, you know. At first it started, like, you know, really cheesy lyrics that I just thought of, you know, when I was, like, 13 or 14. But now I feel right. like my, my lyrics are evolving. I mean, I still believe it's kind of cheesy now, but I think it'll get better over time. No, your lyrics are great. They're really great. I think they're very universal in terms of 
anyone can really relate to your songs and apply it to themselves. So I think it's, yeah, I think you got a great writing aspect in terms of how you do craft your, your lyrics and songs. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah really good. Um, okay, so you meet the guys there. You guys start putting, you know, this, this band together. And um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how long was it before you guys start to get interest from labels? And then we'll check out one of your songs. Um, we, um, I don't know, like, we, I, I never really had a plan to get signed to a label, you know, at the time I never really knew what, like, what the purpose was of being signed to a label. I was, I'm, I'm still kind of clueless as to, like, you know, the music <laughs> business. Um, right. but I never really had the plan of doing anything with that. It was just kind of, like, for fun. And then, you know, I guess, like, labels started, like, listening and, you know, we just kind of got picked up. So how did they, but how did you get their attention? Because that's always, I'm always curious about that type of stuff. I mean, did you do, did someone, like, pass your name I really have no idea, dude. Really? Like, I just, like, yeah, I was just told because, uh, I mean, well, like, uh, Aiden's dad, he's, he's been in the business for a while. So he oh, just okay. got, like, a couple of, like, labels to, like, be interested in, or, like, just to check us out for a minute, I think. And then I guess okay. like some like Roadrunner and Epic Records and like a couple other labels were interested, and then we eventually went with Roadrunner. Nice. So. What is um, what does Aiden's dad do in the music industry? Oh, anything and everything. You'll be surprised. Is, it's a lot. Is he like an is he an A and R rep or something? Like in terms of him having connections with the different labels and he, stuff. I mean, he manages. He manages. He books shit. Okay. He does That's everything. Good. So, right, like anything, he labels a couple of uh, bands that I know. Uh, there's this new band coming up called like Vault 51. He manages them, and Failure uh, okay. Anthem. So, good friends of mine. Yeah. Cool, cool. So he's definitely sounds like heavily involved in the industry. So that's great. That's great, though. That you know he was able to, you know, recommend you guys or pitch you guys, and people checked you out. And what was it about? Yeah, he um, never really wanted to. He never really wanted to, like, manage us because this is, like, he didn't want to be, like, one of those stage dads, you know? Right, <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. And um, what was it about Roadrunner, per se, that you, you know, that you decided to go with them? And you don't have to go into details depending on, you know, how comfortable you feel. But, you know, you had definitely some interest from other labels. Was there something in particular that attracted you to them? Um, I don't know. I mean... Uh, I check out, like, their acts and stuff, and they're under Atlantic. We all, I don't know, like, Larry, our manager, we had a pick with him, and, uh, uh, you know, he scouted us out, too, and, like, he was a really safe bet, and, like, you know, he helped us, like, segue into what label we should do, and uh, Roadrunner sounded like the safest bet. Nice. So we went with them. Very good. All right. So let's do this. Let's um, tell us a little bit about the song right now, your single that you're promoting called It's My Time, and, you know, give us some background on it, if you can reflect back on, you know, where were you when you were writing that song? I always like to hear interesting stories in terms of how the music comes together, so if you can remember where you were when you were writing it, and then tell us a little bit about the, the meaning behind it for you personally. Yeah, well, It's My Time is a super teenage angsty song, you know, um, all that jazz. It's, it's just a uh, super like I don't know like I thought it was like pretty rad at first and then like someone pointed out to me that it was like super angsty like teenage angst so it's pretty much about that and just like you know me as a teenager just like trying to find myself 
you know, mm-hmm. and, like, people are always, like, telling me who to be and, like, what to do, and, like, instead of being a musician, like, go with a safer bet and be an accountant or something, but, or accountant or something, and it's just, like, it's annoying, like, I just want to have fun and do, do my thing. Um, sure. So, it pretty much talks about it's my time, like, I don't really, I don't care what you have to say, because this is what I want to do. Cool. Very cool. And when do you, when you wrote that song... Um, I'm sorry, what? That song, you, no, when you wrote that song, you, can you reflect back on, like, you know, where were you? Were, like, were you in your bedroom? Like, tell us something interesting about it. If you can remember. When we were you, in when the studio. Were... Oh, really? We were in the studio, actually. Okay. Everything that we write is in the studio. So, wow. I mean, I bounce back oh, back and forth with Drew Falk, and we, we just talk about, like, you know, like, we listen to the song, because we wrote our album, our EP, everything was written in the studio in, like, two days. So we wrote seven songs in two days for um, the EP, and then uh, I just wrote song, lyrics to all of them. So, wow. um, you know, that, I mean, the songs, like, it took 48 hours for for seven songs, and then it took, um, like, 14 hours for each song for lyrics. So I would bounce That's back crazy. and forth Drew. <laughs> Yeah, and I would bounce back and forth, like, ideas with Drew, and we would just talk about, like, oh, this song sounds like this, or this song sounds like a tell-off song, or, or a love song, or anything like that. So Cool. We, All right. I don't know. This one, I was just, was just like, this one sounds super, like, angsty and just, like, uh, upbeat and, like, you know, all that shit. So I decided all to right, do, cool. I decided to talk about, like, that kind of shit. Yeah, that's great. It's a great song. So let's do this. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to check out this track, all right? And then we'll come back and we're going to talk more about the EP and what's in store for you guys in the future and all that good stuff, all right? Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Hold on. All right, everyone. Again, you're listening to Francesca Pastor from the rock band Bad Seed Rising. We're going to check out their hit single right now. It's called It's My Time. It is off of their EP um, called A Place Called Home, so please check it out and uh, download it on iTunes, and we'll be back in a moment.
right, everyone. Welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show again. Francesca Pastor and her band Bad Sea Rising with their hit single, It's My Time. It's an amazing track, and I highly recommend you check out the EP. It has five other songs on it for a total of six. So uh, pick up a copy today, download it on iTunes or any of the major digital sites, and check them out at badseedrisingband.com for more details. All right, Francesca, awesome track, great, great song. Thank you. Yeah, it's great stuff, really good, and perfect, perfect radio from this song, three minutes. There you go, right? Can't beat that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, um... Tell us a little bit about, and we'll get more into the album in a moment, um, you know, especially with the other band members and you guys being, you know, young in a sense chronologically, did they have to leave school to, you know, do all these shows that you guys are doing and the tours and stuff like that? Tell us how that works. Are they getting homeschooled? Uh, they do online schooling. It's not that big of a deal, really. Like, they just, okay. they pulled out of classes and they went into the homeschool, so... Just to, right, to tour easily and to do all that kind of shit. So right, and I right. dropped out Very of cool. school two years, like maybe two or three years ago, and I graduated early. So oh wow, you know okay. I want to be with the band, but I'm gonna be going into like hopefully I can go into like some college classes. Yeah, Very cool. What, what yeah. are you studying college? Uh, political science. Nice. Very nice. And yeah. What would you, if you if you decided to do something with that someday, what would you want to do? Um, I have no idea. Like I tried looking <laughs> up like things that I can do with that uh with that um you know, major in, like there's nothing. So Well, you could teach, right? You could do that, or if you really wanted to get into politics or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's what should be pretty dope. That's very cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's great that if you can do that when you're touring, like you said, do some uh, online courses and things like that. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, hold on, let me go back to some of my notes here that I had for you guys. So, in terms of your goals as musicians right now, I mean, do you guys want to just kind of ride this out as long as you can as the goal to try to get, you know, as big as you can as a band? Yeah. Um, well, we just, okay. I don't, I don't know. We're just kind of doing whatever we really want to do, you know, just whatever makes us happy. So, yeah. And we're just trying to cool. make music that we like, because a lot of people are telling us like who to be, and we're just like freaking sick of that. Right. Right. And what would people, what type of things do you hear from people when people are telling you, you know, who they think you should be or what they think you should sound like? Uh, well, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what types of, you know, in terms of people, when you're saying people are telling you you should be a certain way or I'm, I'm assuming sound a certain way, what types of things are they saying to you guys? Um, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, uh, like they're like, they're always, everyone's always saying, like, you know, I like your old sound better. And just like, our old sound is just something that we didn't really like, you know, or they're just going to try to push us to do something poppy, you know, if we work with some certain right. songwriters. And we're just like, we don't want to do pop. We want to do rock. We want to do whatever we want to do. We want to create our own genre. So, cool. Yeah. Well, that's good that you guys are, you know, sticking to your guns and doing what you guys want to do and what you feel is, you know, that's for you guys. I mean, the sounds you guys have created is is great. Yeah. Thank yep. you. Very cool. So, um, how did you guys come up with the name for the band? What's the what's the meaning behind that? 
Well, um, Bad Seed Rising was uh, kind of Mason's idea. It was uh, Bad Seed at first, and then we found out that Bad Seed was taken by, like, uh, a movie, like, way back when. Right. And then so yeah. Mason was just like, oh, well, we should do Bad Seed Rising. I wasn't a part of the band at the time when they made it. So, yeah. And was there any, what was the What was the reasoning behind it? Did they have any type of symbolism for that? No, or no reason, maybe? really. No? No, okay. no re- reason. They just kind of did it because they wanted to. Cool. All right. Well, it's definitely, definitely a cool and a very unique name. So it's really cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah. In terms of touring, I mean, you guys have toured with some, some major acts, you know, some of them being bands like Adelita's Way, and I read that, you know, personally, you guys seem to really have a great experience um, with that band in terms of, you know, working with them and hanging out with them. You know, tell us some of the things that you learned from them and, and why that experience was so great for you guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, we uh, just kind of went out there to have fun, you know. And, like, one thing, I remember talking to uh, at Rob from Adelita's Way, and I've always had this in mind, like, you know, never take anything for granted. But mm-hmm. he was saying that, like, he's 25 right now. And he was just saying, like, you know, I've been in this business for a little bit now. And at the time that I thought, like, you know, when I first started, I didn't, I thought I never took anything for granted. But now that I'm, like, you know, a little bit older, I realized that, like, I still did. So it's best, like, to just, you know, have a good head on your shoulders. So, and I mean, like, I just always had a good head on my shoulders. But, you know, putting that into perspective, like, I mean, it's something that I can't really recognize right now because I think I'm pretty, like, I, I take I take everything, you know, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for everything. So, but I mean, like, right. maybe when I turn, like, his age, like, I'll realize that, too. I think yeah. that's a good recommendation. Like you said, I'm sure you are, have a, you're pretty grounded and, you know what I mean, you know what you want to do and you sound like you're someone who's very serious and dedicated. But, yeah, maybe he's just reflecting, too, back on maybe just like you said, he's been in the business for a while, just maybe people he's run into and experiences that he's, you know, witnessed where people didn't take things, like you said, you know, so seriously and took them for granted. So, cool. Very yeah. Cool. Do you guys have any um, upcoming tours? I, I read you had something coming up. Are you allowed to talk about that yet, or is that something that's No, pretty... not yet, sadly. Ah. Damn, that is off limits because we don't even right. know anything about it yet. But I know oh, who wow. we're with and where we're touring with are at. Okay. So I don't really know much about it yet, so I don't have routing. And it hasn't been gotcha. announced yet. If it was announced, I would tell you about it. Oh, sure. No, I, res- I respect that. Do you know when the tour is supposed to start or no? You don't even know that. Uh, Soon. It's going to be in the fall, heading out to winter. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I look forward to seeing who you're going to be uh, on the bill with. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, um, it is really exciting. These guys are going to be freaking rad. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us how you yeah. come up with the title for um, your EP. What is what is a place called home? A place you called know, home is uh, derived from the song Mess. Uh, and, like, the original line was, deep inside the soul is a place called home. And I really love that line because just, like, all of the emotion that I've, like, stamped along with it, it's embedded mm-hmm. in those words. And I just thought, like, that that was just the perfect thing for the EP. Cool. Very cool. No, it's great. Yeah. Title. And the artwork, how did you guys come up with that stuff? That looks really cool. I like the artwork in terms of the dynamics of it, and, you know, it's really, it's great. 
Yeah, our friend, uh, thank you, our friend Aaron Marsh made the, the logo, or the, he did that. So. Nice. I really, yeah, I really like the, the work he did for it, because it matches along with our, our, uh, it matches along with our, uh, our music video. Gotcha, gotcha, very cool, very cool. Yeah. So, one of very my, one of my personal, yeah, definitely. One of my personal favorites was um, Disappear. It was a, it's a great track. I really like that song. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, that song and, again, just you know, some of the meaning to you, and then we'll uh, take a listen to it? Uh, Disappear was, uh, this one was about kind of like talking about um, being in the music business for me personally. Um, I wanted to, you know, talk about, originally I wanted to talk about things that I would miss out as a musician and, you know, uh, things that I could that I'm going to miss out, you know, hanging out with friends and just, like, having, like, a normal love life. Like, being a musician just totally turned me off from having, like, a big group of friends and having, like, you know, a relationship with anyone. Like, I don't – I only have, like, four friends and other than the band. So, and um, – so that that's what it pretty much talks about, you know, just me disappearing. Like, I'm, you know, going to be going out and doing my own thing, you know? All right. Well put. So I'll put you on hold. We're yeah. going to check this song out, and then um, we'll come back, all right? All right, cool. All right, cool. Hold on. Awesome. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Francesca Pastor from Bad Seed Rising. We're going to check out their song, Disappear. It's a great track, again, off of their album, EP, that is, uh, Please Go Home. So be sure to uh, pick up a copy of it, and uh, we'll be back in a moment.
All right, everyone, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Hit single, my favorite single, actually, off their album, one of them, uh, Disappeared by Bad Feed Rising. And, uh, again, be sure to pick up a copy of their EP, A Place Called Home, which is currently out now. And as Francesca was talking about, they're going to be having some new music coming out in the near future as they're expanding upon the EP to make it into a full length. So it's going to be something for all the fans of Bad Feed Rising to look forward to. All right, Francesca, great song. Love that track. Thank you. Appreciate it. Really cool. Really, really cool song. So um, tell us a little bit about, you know, when you guys compose a song and write it. I know you said that you've put seven together in a matter of 48 hours. You know, what approach do you take? Do you have any certain approach, or is it kind of each song is very individualized? Yeah, it's pretty individual for each of them, you know. Uh, sometimes they don't bring a riff. Or Aiden will like you know want something, or you know Louie will have a riff. For me, like like uh, I'll be like, oh, I want an up tempo song, so I'll tell them what to play, and they'll they'll make it up. And you know I'll tell them like you know transitions and stuff like that. Um, I want it to go to you know this this uh this segment will be like up like up tempo, it'll go down to like you know uh something slower, and I want the chorus to be big, you know. So right, it's different for each cool. time. So, yeah, each one needs yeah. to take a different approach to – very cool, very cool. Um, yeah. Who mixed your – who mixed the EP? Was it the same person that uh, produced it? Yeah, Drew Falk. Okay, very good. Yeah, no, it sounds really good, really great. And where did you guys get it mastered at? Uh, I'm, I think it's all done by Drew Falk, you know? Oh, okay, he did everything. Cool, very cool. No, I know sometimes people, you yeah. know, they – have some songs mixed by certain producers, and then they send it to get mastered. So everyone, again, like you said, does yeah. it differently. Cool. Um, one thing I know yeah. that you mentioned, which was interesting, is just in terms of, like you said, you kind of keep to yourself sometimes. Was it difficult when you were in school in terms of, you know, people, you're you're in a band, that's your kind of your thing, and maybe that's not what everyone else, you know, does, or you're considered someone, you know, on the outside a little bit. Was that difficult for you? School was school to me. I, like, I never really had the difficulty. I'm sorry, what? No, I'm sorry. And then not necessarily school being difficult academically. I'm saying just in terms of you, you know, being so passionate about your music. Was that challenging for you to sometimes connect with other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. School was just school for me. I never, I never, I never had the, uh, uh, like, you know, want to go talk to other people you know I'm a very you know friendly going I'm a very like so outgoing person very social but I just like in school right. I never really cared because like I never really cared for like schoolwork either I just kind of just showed up and then sat there and just did whatever I had to do to get through the day right you know I never gotcha. really cared in hanging out with a lot of people I only ha- cared for a certain amount of friends I only have four friends other than this band I only like want to hang out with them really you know, I mean, like, I'm down sure. for parties and shit like that and just going out, you know, or go off, like, I'll do, like, a lot of, like, um, out out of school social hanging, you know, um, just kickbacks and shit like that. But other than that, it's, uh, I never really, you know, had the aspirations of going, you know, and going to sit next to, like, a bunch of people, like, at lunch. I just kind of sat, I sat with a group of people, but I didn't really talk to anyone. Right. Okay. So how would you say the band has, you know, helped you evolve as a person? I mean, I'm sure definitely the music has helped you, you know, just kind of like you said, kind of find out who you are and things like that. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Well, the band helped me, you know, um, grow as a person a lot. I, uh, I uh, became very outgoing. You know, I used to actually have anxiety, too. I mean, I joined the, the band, you know, halfway through middle school, I think, or, or high school. But I um, just, I don't know, I became very outgoing and just very friendly and all that. I mean, I've always been friendly, but, like, I've been, I'm a lot more talkative. So Gotcha. And how did, I mean, did that impact your anxiety at all? You know, being in a band and kind of being, you know, no pun intended, I mean, showcased on stage and you're the, you know, you're mainly the center of attention. How did that impact your anxiety? Um, I don't know. Like when I'm in my music, I just, I don't even bother to think about it. Gotcha. You know, I just, I kind of Mm -hmm. just do it. So it's not really much of a big deal for me. Right. And it's like a release. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So tell us something interesting about each of you guys. Any interesting, you know, when you're on tour or you're, you know, you're out on the road, what types of, like, hobbies or other interests that you might have outside of music? You know, tell us something interesting about each of the members. We all, um, we're all into skateboarding and we're all into, like, going out shopping and just, like, exploring and um, going to abandoned places. Uh, I love to do, like, a lot of photography, and I love to do a lot of uh, drawing and painting. So when it's not, like, music, it's still something amongst the arts, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, what about the other yeah. guys? What about Aiden and oh, the other guys? Oh, we all do it together. Together? Oh, you do it together? Cool. Very good. Yeah, That's we all, a, like, uh-huh. skate around together. Nice, nice. When did you start skateboarding? Uh, I started skateboarding when they started kind of skateboarding. Oh, like maybe a year after they started skateboarding. Um, I know they've always been into it, but then like we went to Woodward last year, and they like they got into it like hardcore. You know, they started learning tricks and shit. Um, <laughs> cool. So, yeah. And what about you? Do you do any tricks or anything? Do you do? Have you ever tried? Nah, or man, like I'm too scared yeah. for that. I'm too scared for that. Like I like. Um, I just, I don't know, I like to cruise, really. I mean, that's a pussy thing to say. Like, I know a lot of people make fun of that, but really, I just do. Like, I like to, like, I just want to go longboard and just, like, cruise along with them. So I'm not really into, like, learning the tricks. Like, I'll go, like, I like to go, like, hill bomb shit, but I don't want to learn how to do tricks because I'm just, I guess, like, scared. (laughs) Plus, like, I just don't feel like my body can do that, you know? I'm just, like, I'm kind of chubby and I get out of breath real quick. So I'm just no, like, nah. no, you're not. No, I That's am. Cool, like though. it's not hey, bad. Thing. I don't that. think I don't think it's a I don't think it's a dirty word or anything. I am chubby, so there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But you know what? Just the fact that you do do the skateboarding thing is really cool, and I think that that that's awesome. You enjoy it, and it's something that you know. I think it's great. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. So um, you guys have a show coming up. If you want to promote it, talk about the show you have coming up. I feel with uh, issues. Oh, yeah, we're playing with Issues, and we're playing with uh, Paris and the Funeral Portrait and Native Sons, and I'm so stoked about that because, like, I love Issues, and I love Paris. Like, I, I listen to them a lot. You know, when I found out that we're playing with them, I was just like, oh, shit, this is so dope. Nice. So it'll be awesome. And, you know, if, if anyone wants to buy anything or buy tickets, you got to buy them now because they're, they're about to sell out to the Masquerade, Very which will probably cool. be one of the last shows at the Masquerade. Okay. All right. And what's the date of that again? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, what? What was the date of the show that you're doing with issues? The date. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. There's a, no, a you broke up really sec, really quick. Sorry, the date. What date? What's the date of the show? Oh, it's the 30th, September 30th. Cool, very cool. Sorry about that. I'm not sure if it's me, no, you, fine. or both of our phones. <laughs> you're fine. But, it's um, hard to get signal cool. here in LA. Yeah. Are you guys? Are you literally in the studio right now? That's where you're talking from. No, actually, uh, uh, Drew is working on producing right now, so we decided to take a break, and we're actually uh, on Melrose shopping, and I'm trying on a shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're multitasking. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh. I have no idea how I'm talking at the same time putting on a shirt. So um, I'm at a what is this shop called? I forgot what this shop is called. It's a skate shop on Melrose. It's pretty rad. Nice. Cool. Well, I want to thank you so much, Francesca, for coming on. You guys got some great music going on, and um, I wish you guys so much success with everything that you have accomplished, and I'm sure there's much more to come for you guys in the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And if you want, um, if anyone couldn't tune into the live interview, a podcast will be available once it's over. So it would be great if you can, you know, share the link and get people to check it out. They can download it. It's on iTunes. Um, etc. Awesome. Right? Cool. All right. Thank you well, very thank much you for so having much. me. Absolutely. Right. Good luck to you guys. Okay. Take All care. Right. Thank you. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Francesca Pastor from the Female Fronted Rock Band, Bad Seed Rising. Be sure to pick up a copy of their EP, A Place Called Home, which is out now featuring the hit single, It's My Time. And as I mentioned, if for some reason you tuned in late, the um, podcast will be available once the show is over. You can download it through my website at Blog Talk Radio, or you can also go to um, the Carrie Oldman Show on iTunes, where I have almost, gosh, 200 podcasts at this point. So please check out the interviews. I have some really cool interviews with a lot of national musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and other entertainers. Um, just to tie things up tonight, uh, please follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you back. You can also send me a personal request on Facebook pages. One of them might be maxed out, so just go to the other one. And um, also become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook, where you will see links for upcoming um, events and interviews. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I am in the process of looking for more interviews, so as I said, just uh Go to the Carrie Element Show on Facebook and you'll be able to see the upcoming shows. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a great night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.